Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good morning, Wednesday morning. It's a gloomy sort of day out there. Looks like rain. My name is Delta Kennedy. I am dude number three. We're about halfway through the week here. And whatever, glasses half full or half empty, I'm not sure which. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, welcome back. Thank you, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Did the election commission meet yesterday? Yeah, we had a meeting. We still sifting through applications and candidates for the administrator job. So, if you're interested, you can still apply, correct? Or if a person is interested, no, we're at a we're at a cutoff point pretty much right now. We're we're doing uh, the last part of the interviews. Okay, so it, it you're you're going to be sifting through the uh, inter- the applications that you have at this point. In other words, right, right, all right. And that could there's no timeline on that, is there? No, there's no timeline. Okay. Well, but it's it's due yesterday. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. I, I get and, the sense that y'all are just you're you're waiting for the right fit. Yeah, the right fit because that's a job nobody's had any previous training on. Okay. It's it's like you just dipping in the hot water. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we got a couple of very special guests with us today. Uh, Sheila Butt gave me a ring and <laughs> said, uh, you know, you, you need to thank the Murray County Veterans Services offices for their work in getting on the Veterans Day Parade uh, this year, our first Veterans Day Parade, maybe ever, at least in a number of years. Nobody can remember when there was another one. Uh, I want to welcome in uh, Mark uh, Lewis. Uh Murray County Veterans Service Office. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing fine this morning. How about yourself? All right. Doing great. And Lisa Von Hogan. Hagen, is that it? Von Hagen. Mm-hmm. Von Hagen. Lisa Von Hagen, also with Murray County Veterans Services Office. Um, welcome in, folks. Now, now tell me, how did, the, how did the idea of a mule, not mule day, veterans, <laughs> veterans Day, thank you, gee whiz, how did the idea of a Veterans Day parade uh, come up? It would have to go back about a year ago. Um, We have a monthly advisory meeting where we have different organizations in the community come together. And while at one of our meetings, it was suggested, hey, maybe we should try to do a Veterans Day parade. The only problem with it is we started too late in the year. Um, The veteran that was going to try to get the permitting and stuff done was with the uh, his Greg Kilroy. He's with the uh, veteran, the VVA veterans of the vietnam of america so what wound up happening is we took it as our charge because you could see the just the way that he looked that he wasn't able to get that taken on so we took it on this year and said that we were going to make it happen for him well it was a fabulous parade went right here in front of the station uh there were bands and uh junior ROTC folks from the high schools. There were uh, floats from various organizations around the uh, county and veterans uh, of all sorts from very young to very old. 
uh, it, it was a great parade. I, I take it, Lisa and Mark, that the plan is to have it again. Well, definitely. We we plan on having it um, as a traditional parade every year on November 11th at 11 a.m. Wow. Uh, it, it was my grandchildren were in it. They loved it. They were with their grandmother on the DAR float. <laughs> I don't know if you call it a float as a wagon ride. <laughs> but they, they had a great time. Uh, tell me what... Uh, uh, now, Mark, you are a veteran, served in Iraq and Afghanistan, is that correct? That's correct. Twice in Iraq, once in Afghanistan. What does Veterans Day mean to you? To me, it's a day of celebration. It's a way for veterans to not only be celebrated, but also remember and be happy of being able to live through the different experiences that you had. Not all of them are going to be good, not all of them are going to be bad, but still cherish the day that you still have. There we go. And uh, Lisa, where did, where did you serve? Um, I actually uh, never got to deploy, but I served at uh, USASOC. I was a paralegal there. Um, my husband also served, and he's uh, served also in Iraq, Afghanistan, several other locations. So um, I have the pleasure of being able to say I have a family member that has served in every war since the American Revolution. So. There we go. And so, so now you, you, you I come you from a long active, line. <laughs> you were active duty as a paralegal. Yes, I was. And where was that? I was at Fort Bragg. Yeah. Uh, as an assistant U.S. attorney, I worked with the JAG offices uh, often. And uh, so, yeah, you're nodding your head over there. You know how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was always a pleasure uh, to, to work with. I worked with the JAG office up at Fort Campbell uh, very, very frequently. <laughs> Um, what does it mean uh, for you to be a veteran, Lisa? Um, or what does Veterans Day mean to you? I think it's a question, yeah. I feel like it's a chance for all Americans to thank those who have served. You know, it's a celebration, like Mark said, you know. it's you know, But I feel like it is, you know, it's a way for us all to thank those who have who've served our country and um, and give those who, you know, didn't always get a thank you to give them that chance to honor them. And that was, that was my biggest reason for putting so much effort into this parade because we had a lot of veterans who came home who never got a thank you. And that's my reason I put so much effort into this parade was to make sure that all veterans got that thank you this year. You well, know, that, thank, thank you for your service and thank you for a great parade. It was, it was fun. It was, uh, it, it was, a, it was a, uh, how should I put it? It was, it was a great, joyous occasion, although it had uh, it had its serious side in that people, uh, I think, genuinely wanted to thank veterans and show their appreciation. Uh, so it did work. Uh, thank you for thank you for making it happen, uh, Mark. What 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 are your thoughts on the Veterans Day parade this year? What what was the best part to you? Um. To me, I was going to say the best part of the parade was actually being able to, one, have it and see the joy in people's faces. We put a lot of countless hours into this. We didn't even have a budget for anything, so we pretty much did this all on our own trying to figure out how to get everything done. There you go. Well, you certainly did a great job. It was it was uh, as, as, good as, as good a town parade, small town parade as I could Imagine, uh, you know, I think just right up there with the Mule Day Parade and and the Christmas Parade. It's just just a, a good time and reminded us to thank our veterans and uh, 
But also let us have a good time doing it. And that was the deal. Lisa, what was your favorite part? Um, I I really enjoyed being able to um, see all our vets have a good time. I, I, I love seeing all the smiles and see all our vets come out. And it was just a beautiful day and being able to have it. And I, I like seeing our grand marshals and being able to honor those veterans that were able to come out. So. I just, I was just happy we were able to have it, and we had great weather. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better day. All those grand marshals were great. Uh, and who, I, somebody, uh, one of them was a lady I think who'd been in uh, U.S. Army nursing in the Vietnam era, and then the other one was uh, a man who was a Korean War vet. Did y'all know their names? The Korean War vet, his name was Del Riggs. He was actually one of the founding members of the Korean War organization uh the blue jacket that he was wearing was only awarded to 13 of them oh wow um and the lady and the uh, the female veteran and uh, that was uh beverly williams yeah and uh she was a uh, a nurse she was actually in the air force so she she served as a, a nurse during a vietnam war she had a full year um boots on the ground as a nurse during vietnam war Man. and she actually retired out of of the military so she served a full 20 years in the military so yeah i mean i i you know it somehow it just sort of talking to her and, and just very briefly that i'd have a chance to speak with her but you know she she spoke about her service in vietnam and you know a, a nurse on the ground boots on the ground in vietnam I, I imagine that was a pretty doggone tough gig yeah. <laughs> i would imagine so I don't yeah. think she realized what she had uh, volunteered for. <laughs> That's it's like she had told me she uh, she had had another friend say, "Hey, you want to you know go over and you know take this you know position?" And she said, "Sure." And I don't think she quite realized what she had volunteered for, but she she uh, she loved doing that. She loved nursing, so she loved doing her duty. Wow, That's just the amazing things that people do. Um, Hey, go ahead, Clay. Yeah, I, I got a question. Well, this doesn't maybe anything to do with the parade, but what services do you guys offer veterans in Murray County? So the services that we help veterans with is that we actually help them with filling out their paperwork to VA, whether it's for uh, compensation or for pension. We also help the family members with uh, paperwork for pension. That could be a veteran that passed away. Let's say that he has a child that's on his award, but they passed away from a service-connected disability. We would help that child be able to fill out paperwork to still get benefits from the VA. We also help with burial uh, paperwork, uh, discharge upgrades, and going through the steps to get that done, and also requesting the records. We also have a food pantry where we can give people food that actually need some, and we also try to help where we can with uh, people's bills sometimes. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's amazing. And and if a veteran uh, needs your services or is interested in what services you might be able to provide, what do they need to do? Just get in contact with us. They can call the office at 931-375-1514, And your offices are right here in the Memorial Building downtown, correct? Yes, sir, right here on West 7th Street. So people can just come into the Memorial Building, and and there you are, right? We'll be happy to help them. There we go. Uh, Is there a local website? 
Um, if you get on the Maury County government page, you can actually go to Veteran Services, and we have a page on there, and we also have a Facebook page also. Wonderful. Maury County Veteran Services. Mr. Yor? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've met Mark before. Uh, I, I applaud them for their services that they provide in the local community because it's helpful to many veterans. Uh, I'm a Vietnam-era veteran, so it, it helps uh, get them do the sometimes the massive reams of paperwork and they are very efficient in what they do so it it brings uh, a new era that at one time i remember it was hard for veterans to move through the, the the sloshes of paperwork and by having veteran service officers here it gives them some assistance and i know they do other things besides what mark said like coordinating uh relationships uh when when veterans are injured, they coordinate with the parents, I think, uh, to help them go to the location and, and stuff of that nature. Uh, but they, they provide a healthy service for veterans, and I applaud them for the work that they do because sometimes veterans kind of lose track uh, or get out of the loop and can't really navigate through the things that they need to navigate through. All right, folks. Uh, Mark Lewis, Lisa Van Hogan, uh, Hagen, right? Hagen. Thank you. There we go. Uh, thank you for your service to the country and the, and the various uh, military branches. Uh, thank you for what you do at the Murray County Veterans Services Office. And thank you for a, a great Veterans Day parade. Many happy returns. We look forward to it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Come back anytime. of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder, and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com, and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. We're back. Three news for you. Wednesday edition. Cloudy day. My name's Del Cody. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, absent yesterday, but welcome back today. Good morning, Del. Thank you a lot. Appreciate it. Glad. Thank you. Thank you for your service on the election commission. Um, all right, folks. <laughs> 
there's a lot of different things. Clayton, what if, I, I don't pay much attention to all these stories about Joe Biden, you know, being senile, lost, confused, whatever. But you were showing me some video right before the show of a – it wasn't just a stumble. I mean, he fell down a flight of stairs getting off of Air Force One somewhere. Yeah, it it, it, it did not look good, but – he apparently popped right back up, but yeah, it was a it was a nasty spill. And you know they Tuberville they've had Tuberville it, fell out the plane getting off the plane. They they they're having him come out the the back steps because it's it's a lot lower. It's than, lower back there. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a nasty nasty fall. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, have you yeah. ever tumbled and fell? Not quite like that. Not down a flight of stairs like. I that, mean, have I've, you have you had a fall recently? I have not. I have not. What about you, Del? No, I haven't had one. Uh, you haven't I, stumbled at all. Yeah, I've stumbled maybe, but uh, okay, all right. I mean, that's I'm, possible, and it's a human event that happens when you get aged, Mister York. Well, you, I'm not trying to. I mean, I hope he gets well and all. I mean, I, I don't make much of this business. Everybody talking about, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm not. That's not my thing. I'm not. I'm not talking about that every day about how Biden's seen how old. And, you know, I, it's, to me, that's people get old. Do Do we really think he can get on a debate stage, though? Oh, he I did it last know. time. I mean, I hope that was he's four not, years ago. I hope he did it last time. Yeah, I hope. What he's about not. all the conflict that the Republicans having? Uh, McCarthy elbowing. Burkett and Burchett. this senator standing up wanting to fight a witness in a hearing. A, team, a, team, a, team, a teamster thug, yeah. He represents an organization. You can call him whatever you want, but that's well, he, unprecedented. A senator trying to get up and, and, oh, that's and not true. challenge and there, there, fight. There's that been, is true. There's been duels, duels in Congress, Mr. Oh, yeah. York. There's I mean, been fights. There's been people beating is, with canes. That is not being rational. You don't have anything to contribute. <clears throat> you want to result to fighting. That's very animalistic. Ward Carmack shot to death Duncan Cooper on the Capitol steps of Tennessee. <laughs> well, you know, we're talking about modern day, not back in the day. Oh, well. You're supposed to have more knowledge now and look back at the past and then prove yourself. But when, well, when I'm today, not... there's nothing but provocative folks that don't have anything to contribute to Congress. They need to just resign and get out. I'm not trying to bring up biden's frailty i hope he's okay man i I really hope you know if there was a public policy angle to why i hope he's okay is i would much rather have biden than kamala harris as president of the united states it's true Uh, and uh, why would you much rather have biden kamala harris what's wrong they're both democrats and they're both on top of their game biden is meeting with chi today (laughs) in california well let's see what comes out of the result of that meeting Kamala Harris is an ideologically driven racist hater. She hates white people. And she's married to a Caucasian. How can she be a racist? Uh, yeah, right. That's a, I don't. Let's let's have York on how can you can be a racist? Yeah, the, the, I've never your People, rules. Your rules about Kamala who can be a racist. is not in a position to be racist. She's never done anything that was racist. Your your rules about and who you're can be trying a to couch her as a racist. That's ridiculous. She is a racist. All right. Um, 
No, I won't back off that. She she definitely. I know you won't back off because you think that way, Del. Well, she she because she's she's <clears throat> in a power position. She takes a very different attitude toward. And she's people. a woman. And she's a woman. Well, that's too. fine. That, I don't care if she's a racist gets, woman or a racist man. She's a racist, right? and she wants to she wants to do bad things to anybody who's got white skin like me. Uh, it's just that basic. Well, uh, if you can prove to me what bad thing she's done, I might I might understand that. But you don't have any proof. You're just beating your gums. I do have proof, but I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, has uh, has anything been printed showing Kamala Kamala Harris is a racist? Anything? She I other mean, than right wing media. She fun- that you pick up on internet. You know, fundamentally, in her heart, she wants to kill me and take everything I've got. Man, uh, ain't nobody so, want what you got. Why yeah. don't you get off that? You, 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 you've said that more than once that people want what you got. Nobody, they just want an opportunity to earn a living in this she country. Wants, Many she people. wants revenge for the generations of perceived wrongs against black people that she perceives. It, and uh, I'm sorry she feels that, that way, but I don't want to be the victim of that revenge. Is that why your your cult leader stands up and call everybody vermin? Um, and he's he's their rep, retribution. You know, Miss York, that's just you know. I, when now that that didn't that's not that's not fake news. That's what he said, and it was recorded. I and that seen comes that. directly Clayton, from have you Hitler's. Seen that? Von, Mon I, I've heard, I, I heard, I heard about it, but I hadn't seen anything. Like it's been all over the news. I know you did more than hear about it. It's been all over the news. I Clayton. mean, I've, I've I, seen, I I've seen the veil has been lifted. Speech, but that's uh, uh, not any of these things. He I've, did a speech in New Hampshire and called people that disagree with him vermin, and they need to be eradicated. And he's going line all about the immigrants that? up and deport them and stuff like that. Where, Just crazy stuff. Uh, in New York, yeah, and I'm sure you got your report of that from CNN and the New York Times, Mr. York. Uh, Every news media across the country has been reporting I, on I just don't. It's the, it's the left-wing Looney Tunes that you read and watch There's have made that junk up, you know, and they do make up that stuff. That ain't no made-up stuff, baby. That's on live, living color. Uh, they do... Uh, make up stuff, and um, that's where you're getting your stuff. Well, don't make him say those things, Del. He's coming out and, and mumbling, and, right. and he's well, running against. To, Ob- he's was, still running against Obama. He, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with his mind. Well, I've heard the the veil has been lifted speech, and I think that's the closest thing that I've actually seen and heard to the kind of stuff you're talking about well i mean yeah we just had a text from a listener who brought up a good point didn't hillary clinton call trump supporters deplorables yeah she did yeah uh, that's hillary clinton what about what about ism huh what about hillary clinton I'm that's right hillary clinton never was activity. president that's right she today's never, activity she, she never was president activity. never will be president that's well, right she, she probably never will but that's right exactly you, you got you got a person that represents your ideology Picking up things that Hitler wrote 
and say it <laughs> and repeating yeah, it. Yeah, Mr. York. There's keep a, there's keep only, reading the New York Times. There's yeah. only one person that's keep locked up. Keep watching CNN. There's only yeah. one person that's tried to lock up their political opponents in this country, and that's Joe Biden. Yeah. It, he, Joe Biden is not trying. If you break the law, you ought to pay the cost. Uh, and, Joe Biden and, is. And the judge does that apply to Hunter? case, he's found that he broke the law. Joe does Biden, that, and there have been numerous reports, even the New York Times, that communist drag, has reported that Joe Biden has directly ordered the prosecution of Trump by the Department of Justice. So, Correct. That's know. not It worked like that for Trump, but not Joe Biden. Joe no. Biden is hands off. Ms. The, York, yeah, the right. New York Times has reported that. That's the I lefty Looney Tune newspaper. Reporting. That's the that's that's a, that's a writer just like your opinion. Well, they, the they're York, skewed to the right. That if the you know uh, I mean you might have an argument if the Washington Times or Fox had reported it, but the New York Times reported that Joe Biden personally ordered the prosecution of Trump by his Department of Justice. So no. you know you can't you can't hide from that one, Mr. York. And what we were talking about is Joe Biden falling down the steps, and you immediately reacted to as if I was launching off in a speech about oh he's senile and he's uh, stumbling and bumbling, he can't be president. I've never brought up anything like that. There's no uh, way this because I just don't think it's important. Uh, you know, obviously Joe Biden is not the one who's calling the shots at the White House and hadn't from the get go, and that's fine. That's a lot of presidents have been that way. Uh, so. I mean, well, I agree with you on that, Delk. I agree that's not important. What is important is you've got legislatures up in the House fighting instead of doing the people's business. All right. Well, what what we were out. talking about is about Joe Biden taking a nosedive down a half a flight of stairs. And my first reaction to that is, man, you know, I hope he's not hurt because, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just, just on a gut human level. I'm thinking Gee, I mean, this this is. I mean, he took a dive down a half a flight of stairs. Uh, I, don't, I don't like anybody to, can fall, Bill. There's but no Ms. way, York. I'm not getting in an argument with you about whether or not he's competent to be president. I, I just, on a human level, I'm concerned that he's taken a fall like that. I don't wish that on anybody. Uh, you know, well, I am too. I'm just saying, anybody can fall, though. That's not a big deal. But I, I, I will say this, Miss York, and and if you hadn't seen the fall yet, I, uh, most eighty year olds that I've known who take a fall like this usually don't last uh, but another month or two at most. Uh, yeah, kind of like Mitch McConnell freezes up every now and then. No, I, don't I agree. Wish him any bad luck, but something's wrong with him, I will. And, and he he denies it. You know, now, I, I will go. Did, I, I will go off. Biden on has Mitch. admitted he's old. Well, that, Biden has admitted he's old. If the Democrats want Biden, you know, I'm happy whatever condition he's in. I'm glad for them to have him. But now Mitch McConnell, that's another thing. That's a Republican Party, and he needs to go. Yep. Uh, sitting there making that speech about the war in Ukraine, such a great thing, because 38 different states get war bucks out of it. You know, that, that's that's unacceptable. Uh, but well, What you want the country to do, be an isolationist country? The purpose of the United States what? military is to defend the United States. Now, where what have, about the international responsibility of being a country that tries to help countries that are in trouble? You know, we've been the international responsible people for the last eighty years. First we're of all, going to continue. Well, we first of all, what good have we done at doing it? What good did we well, do in Vietnam? What we, good did we do in some, Iraq? What good did we, we do in Afghanistan? What good did we do in some bad and some good stuff? You know, 
Well, no, we hadn't done anything good. Name one single victory. Well, why why can't Europe take care of you? Yeah, let Ger- Germany's capable of yeah. fighting. You know, I mean, well, let let them let them take it on. I mean, we tried this isolationism once before. Remember, non-interventionist. Try try. You tell me one victory that we've had since the Second World War. One. Well, you don't necessarily have to have a victory to be effective. <laughs> and what? Where I mean, have we you been look af- at things as winning and losing. Oh, well, where you know, have we it, been when effective? When a football team plays a good game, what do you say? They played a good game. Where have we been effective so with our military game, overseas? But you still can play good. I'm you know? waiting. Where have we been effective with our military overseas? We've been effective everywhere we've been. Oh yeah, right. Vietnam? We are respected across the globe. Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan. All those places we are still respected across the globe. Now we got some naysayers so in this we, country that don't respect us. So you say we've won res- never, we've won the, so our victory is we've you know? won respect. Hey, gee whiz. We turned Iraq into a mess. Uh, an absolute mess. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, we regret to inform you that your son died today in Iraq, but he he brought respect to the United States, and so thank you for That's your service. That's right, and he she ought to be wins. treated with respect when 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 his remains come back, and that's part of being a nation. Mr. York, we have not succeeded. Why? We're just like Charlie Brown. We just keep... well, we haven't col- colonialized countries anymore, and that's not what we're supposed to be doing anyway. Well, how we? Wait, 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 what are we talking about? How? How do we got to start because talking about talking colonialism? About winning and losing. Winning and losing <sighs> depicts colonialization, and that's not what we do. I'm not talking about colonialization. Uh, I started off talking about Biden falling down the stairs, uh, well, and, and you switched it to a conversation about the role of the military in the world and i say it's to defend the united states uh and i i still submit to you that we we have not accomplished anything with trillions of dollars and thousands of lives over the last 60 to 70 years worldwide we haven't zero we just had we just just had a listener that text and said are are we respected for the way we left afghanistan yeah are we respected for the best we left cult leader that signed the agreement to that we, Your president uh, didn't have to do it. <clears throat> that was his. Yes, that was did. his call. That was that was a locked in agreement with well, the I, Taliban. I'll, I'll, it was a locked in agreement with the Taliban. That wasn't Joe Day Biden. In time. That wasn't Joe Biden's failure. That was the military industrial complex setting oh, him up. That was Trump's failure. No, Your cult leader. He was set. Uh, Joe Biden was set up by the military industrial complex. Cult leaders lead in every poll. He, he he was he was set up by the past administration because the word was let the next fella take deal with it what about the people we left in benghazi silence didn't, didn't leave them didn't for, leave them for those of you who aren't, we couldn't just we couldn't just take a military in another country like yeah, that for we those had of, an embassy there for those of you who not, are not watching and you can on the wkom website mr york uh, shrugged his shoulders when answer to that question let's take a break no, I'm, I'm just telling you what happened Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Sell us. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn, and you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Extra cash for the holidays. From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payment of $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
Okay, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. And I think uh, dude number two, Clayton, good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, good morning. Morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And that was, I think that was the birds we just heard. Mm-hmm. And the birds, uh, uh, folks, the, uh, a young the, a young man named Graham Nash was one of the members of the birds. And last week, somebody brought it. His uh, Graham Nash's aunt and uncle lived on Bear Court. Uh, somebody brought in a picture. Uh, uh, his his aunt and uncle were Doctor and Mrs. Wilkes, and uh, somebody brought in a picture of. Graham playing the guitar right here in Columbia on Barra Court, uh, circa 1960-something. Well, that's sort of fun facts to know. All right. We were talking about Joe Biden taking a nosedive down the steps from Air Force One, uh, apparently somewhere in Europe, maybe last night or yesterday. And, uh, I mean, it, it looked bad, so, and I and I hope he's all right. Led us into what's going to increasingly become, I think, a discussion for Democrats uh, is to they, uh, most Democrats, they're, they're you really getting, can't find a leading Democrat who defends Kamala Harris as a viable candidate for president. You really can't. Would you stick to crit- critiquing your own party? I think y'all got enough to talk about. Y'all don't have to go over to talk about Kamala Harris. You need to find out what you got going on in your own party. Well, I'm. I would argue that more Democrats are coming out now saying that Biden doesn't need to run for re-election than there are Republicans saying Trump doesn't need to run. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah. Well, you know, you might have both groups with small numbers of people saying neither one needs to run. You know, that's possible. I said, Kamala Harris truly scares me. She's so Why? mean. She's mean and vindictive. What has she done that's mean? Name one thing. Well, if you want to know a lot, you know, you can I'm going to ask you just like you asked me. Name one thing specifically that she's done that's mean. You can always tell a lot about a person by talking to the people who work with them and for them. Who, and who the, have you talked with? It's been widely reported that Kamala Harris is a— Who have you talked well, with? Well, well, who am I going to talk with? Who, you know, I, widely I, reported. Everybody writes stories about Kamala. It Everybody. has been widely reported in, in California and here— her staff turns over like every four days. She yells and screams at them, throws things. She's a diva who can't stand to uh, have the slightest little thing happen wrong. She's mean and vindictive, and it's universally reported that the people who work for her just leave as soon as they can get a door out. And Clayton, am I, am I wrong? America's got American men, particularly Caucasian men, have a problem with women being in leadership. I have no problem whatsoever with women being in leadership. I mean, that's why Hillary was lambasted. Oh, Lord. Nobody wanted Hillary to be president. And if you did, Mr. York, if you knew my mother, you you would know that. That's what I don't understand. All of us got mothers. No, my mother was a leader. You some woman that's in leadership like she's the worst thing ever. My she's mother just was a qual- leader. She's more I qualified got, than most people anywhere. Miss York, my mother, you know, if she'd been in the military, she'd been a general officer. Uh, the, uh, uh, I got no problem with strong women. I do have a problem with mean, vindictive, petty people. And Kamala Harris like I is say, one. I, nobody's identified anything other than right-wing writers about her staff. Yes, she's had a turnover. 
A lot of people turn over in organizations. They go there to get a reputation, and then they move on to a high-paying job. It happens the same way in, in the public well, sector. They, they, go to a big company, you get a reputation, uh, our title, and then you move to another job. They move that's, on from Kamala Harris as we fast as they can. And, and you know, she's she scares me. She's a mean, vindictive, petty person. Yeah, well, uh, you, you know, she, anything kind of scares you because it, she's a power person and she's doing her job. She's not a forceful person. She plays her role as vice president like your past vice president, Pence. Every time Trump put his bottle on the floor, Pence put his bottle on the floor. I don't even Why are y'all in, Clayton, that's you know another that thing. Why didn't y'all support Pence? I don't like And your Pence. golden boy, Tim Scott, just suspended his campaign. Well, I, I don't like Tim Scott either that much. You don't, don't like Tim Scott? I thought you loved Tim Scott. I, I, you were bragging about him, how good he was as an African-American Republican. Um, you know, the... Uh, all right, Mr. York, my computer's gone crazy here. Uh, here we go. All right. The uh, Tim Scott and Mike Pence. No, for, I don't like Mike Pence. I don't like his brand of politics. Uh, I don't think. Good that, Christian man. Good Christian man. Well, you don't like Christian, his politics? Christian means a lot of things to a lot of different people, and I'm, I consider myself a Christian, but uh, there's certainly some Christians that that I don't agree with, and and Mike Pence is just, uh, well, the, the main problem with Mike Pence is he's just not capable of, of getting a lot of votes. He just, he, he, he's got no strong base of support and never will. Uh, Why? What is it about Mount, Mike, Mike Pence is so unpleasant? I don't find yeah. him to be very genuine. Oh, I don't know, don't that, I don't know that genuine. he's pleasant. I mean, you know, I mean, his... His support is probably going to be confined to uh, conservative evangelicals, you know, Baptist, Church of Christ, that kind of thing, which are great people. I'm all for them, but they're not a majority. They won't propel you through an election, you know. Uh, they're they're a good constituency to have in, in the Republican camp, but you've got to have a much broader base than Baptist and Church of Christ to get elected president. So what about Tim Scott? Why wasn't he so liked? Because he's a warmonger, and people are beginning what? to realize warmonger. He's a warmonger. Tim Scott was a warmonger. He still he, is a warmonger. He he can uh, uh, Lindsey Graham. Huh? Yeah, he and Lindsey want to attack every damn uh, country on the planet, and uh, and uh, join him. But I thought you liked Tim join, Scott. You know, you bragging about him being a candidate. At I, one you know, time. I've, I, he's articulate. He's capable of a broader base of support than. Pence got, but he's the reason he fizzled out is Republican Party is tired of warmongers right now. We are dead tired of, and we don't want any more. Like y'all tired of everything? No, we just don't. We don't want any more warmongers. And you know, Tim Scott would be right in there with Mitch McConnell voting for the war in Ukraine, so defense industries in thirty-eight states can have more contracts. You know, that is not a good reason to to be in a war, people. Let, let me ask you a question. You Both of you have folks that have served in the military, relatives. Have you ever talked to them about their service and if they're proud to serve in their my grandfather, roles? My grandfather rarely ever talked about his time in World War II. And I, I was, he died when I was young, so he, he didn't. He was a Democrat. That was back in the early 90s. 
uh, he passed away in in the mid nineties. But he uh, he, he ne- never shared with you his time in service at all. Anything he, he, about it? He just told me uh, when they were in Europe uh, about uh, they were in a trench and a buddy of theirs was in a foxhole and they were trying to get him back in the trench with them and 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 um, a mortar came into that foxhole. That was the, really the only story he ever told me. Yeah, yeah a lot. Uh, of- I mean, I can a lot tell of you, traumatic situations. I, you know, sometimes vets don't talk about them. I can tell you a, a number of stories, Mr. York. And I'm, I'm, I myself didn't. You know, I graduated high school in 1974. You knew, you you remember what it was like in those days. 1974, the military is sort of back where it, deja vu again. The military today is back to the military in 1974, where it's sort of a crippled uh, entity and nobody wants to be a member of a crippled and shattered institution. Uh, Was your hair long during those days, Del? Longer it is now. Uh, but long you, and you got to remember. Hair long. You were, you were a peacenik, right? Uh, Mr. York, I went to Columbia Military Academy, and so I had to stand, you know, I, I had to stand for inspection each week for my hair and got So, so got, your hair couldn't be too long, right? No, it had I would be, what, shoulder length? No, it, it had to be, you know, uh, it, had, <laughs> it had to be military length or I got... I got demerits and had to walk the bull ring, you know, uh, but it never did get all that long. So I thought you was a peace Nick though. After you got out of high school, were you, were you a peace Nick? Uh, no, uh, my views on that have really evolved in the last few years. I mean, I, I grew up like all of my generation, uh, you know, thinking that America had, you know, made the world a better place in world war two had saved the world literally. And, uh, and that the military was good. My dad had served, but his experience had been positive. He uh, was a little younger, so he didn't actually uh, graduate from all his training here in the U.S. before uh, the war ended. So he never had to go overseas, and I'm always thankful for that. Uh, but, uh, you know, both of my granddads and uh, almost all of my great uncles were in uh, World War I. Um my son served six years in the Navy. Uh, here he graduated from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in 2006 and then was in the Navy till 2012, for, served four years at sea. It was a very positive experience for him in that time. Uh, the great the thing that my family will never get over, though, is that my Uncle Jack Finney, my mother's brother, uh, was killed in France in September 1944. Uh, my mother never got over it. Uh, not till the day she died. She just never got over it. And uh, she secretly would, she she and Daddy publicly were Democratic supporters, Democrats. But my mother blamed Mr. Roosevelt for her brother's death, uh, insisting that we never should have been involved in that European war. That was Europe's problem, not ours. And, you know, I thought that was, and so she would secretly vote Republican uh, while telling, you know, wearing a Democratic sticker uh, on her car or whatever. And, uh, and you know, I, when I was a young man in college, even in my 30s, I sort of thought Mama was out there, and that was sort of a little crazy. But as time goes on, I... I I, I honestly, you know, what, what did we accomplish? You know, I've avoided that conversation when we talk about war because it is more complicated than talking about Vietnam and 
and Korea, I mean, Vietnam, Afghanistan, and Iraq, where clearly we accomplished nothing. Uh, you know, in World War II, uh, you know, we, we put a W on the board. Uh, you know, look at Europe today. Uh, what did we save? You know, uh, what would have happened if we hadn't have entered the war? Would the Russians probably still be occupying France? Maybe so. Who cares? Uh, I, I'm just, you know, it's hard to figure out what would have happened, but I just more and more begin to think it wasn't my war, and it, it wasn't our, it wasn't our war, and it wasn't worth my uncle Jack getting killed. So that's the way I stand, Mr. York. We're coming to but, the end. Shoot across the world, you know, like you said, it's more complicated. Why America gets involved in things that most Americans are trying to earn a living and take care of their families and not worried about. Why should we go to this country? Why should we go to that country? Those people in those countries, for the most part, do appreciate our presence, do appreciate our assistance. And it keeps the big bears off of them for the most part. Uh, it's not perfect. It never will be perfect because people are human. Well, and I don't care. I don't have always engaged in conflict go ahead, across Clark. the world. Uh, let me ask you a question, Mr. York. In 2003, you publicly supported George W. Bush and Dick Cheney's war in Iraq. I didn't support that because of how they they did it. It it wasn't it wasn't planned properly, and it was for the wrong reasons. So you didn't. Well, haven't they all spent Vietnam forward? Yeah, haven't yeah, been that, was, that, you, was you don't, wrong. that was a personal vendetta. And now now we're in a situation where you know you can t- the war drums are being uh, are being drummed uh, because. Iran proxies are attacking uh, American bases in Syria and Iraq. Well, you know, my reply to that is, why do we have bases in Syria and Iraq? Get them out and they can't be attacked. Well, one reason is to try to help Israel. Well, the Democrat, every Democrat in the Senate just voted to deny Israel aid. So, okay. No, no, no. Yep, they did. That, that was a Republican vote. Okay, but it just so happened they all had D's by their name.